Oh, I can't say him because he's doing a bunch of weird shit. Whatever, man. Whatever, Marty. Whatever. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Accomplished Nothing Podcast. It's an exciting time to be on the Accomplished Nothing Podcast because it's an exciting time all the time. You know? (laughs) I mean, we're always breathing air. We got oxygen flowing through our veins. You know, it feels good. It feels great. And today it feels even better because I'm going to be joined by an old friend soon. Because once again, Nick is dead to me. Okay? I hope he gets... He's he's away right now. He's on a trip for the holidays. I hope he gets in a car accident. But he lives so he remembers the pain. That's what I hope. Um, Maybe someday me and Nick will get back. You know, we'll get back together, whatever they call it. And maybe we'll do another podcast, but until the day comes that he decides to be mature about this situation and just own up, I'm not doing shit with that guy, okay? I'm putting up the middle finger right now. Even though it's not focused towards anybody, I'm still putting it up and I'm pointing in his direction. I think he's he's going to be north from my house, so um, it's probably this way. I'm pointing it that way. Middle fingers going north. Take that, Nicholas. Nicky Vandal. Who'd have thought? What an idiot, huh? Yeah, but anyway, we're going to be joined by a dear friend of mine. He's uh, he's kind of been there. He's an OG, you know. He's He's been there since day one. I'm not even going to lie. NGL. And, uh, oh, and sorry if you hear screaming in the background. I live next to an elementary school. Yeah, <laughs> same elementary school that I went to. I'm not going to say the name because one day it's going to be famous because I went there. And my siblings, I think, yeah, wait, I don't know. Might have just been me and my brother Ben, who knows. Anyway, um, yeah, we're joined by an OG today. His name is Will Mason. He, mind you. Is the wheel in Chip and Wheel. Not sure if people can can figure that out, you know? Because my YouTube, the channel is Chip Bin Wheel. Say it fast. Chip and Wheel. Chip and Will. Chip and Will. Explained. Top 10 YouTube channel explains. But he's on the way right now. He's driving towards my house. We're just kind of waiting for him to show up. Because I'm, I'm on this new kick where if I can just surprise my guests as soon as they walk in that we're just live, we're going, you know. And maybe I get sort of, some sort of a, uh, there's no room for error because it's all an error, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, I feel like if you, if you, if you set up a podcast and then you kind of, you, you tell the person what's going to be happening. I feel like that gives a bias, you know. And it's like, oh, well then... They're thinking, oh, my brain's going to work like this. Because it's going to happen this way. And I don't like that. I don't like messing with the future. 
you know? The path that lies will flow, and I don't want to mess with that, you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, I don't want to ramble too much. Might as well just wait till he gets here, and we'll pick back up then. Oh my god, Will's here. Oh my god. He's getting out of his car right now. He's walking towards my room. This is actually insane. Ed cool, Ed cool, everybody Ed cool, Ed cool. Sup? <laughs> Dude, I put up on the block, I felt like a predator. We're <laughs> live, by the way. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. Stop. Don't say anything, anything out of pocket. We're really crawling and growling. Yeah. We're Josh Brolin. Yeah. So now the whole interweb thinks I'm a predator. Yeah. Well, I live next to an elementary school. So you're a predator. What, what do you think they think of me, bro? They're hearing screaming right now. Oh, wow. This is nice. Yeah. Get comfortable. I'm comfy. The mic feels good? It smells good. Yeah. Does it feel good? Feels good, look good, play good, you know what I'm saying? All right. You ready to go? <laughs> Jump right into it. <laughs> Wait, how much is this going to be in? What do you mean? How much? What? 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 What water bottle? How much, um, like when is it, it going to be start? When is it going to start? Like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> I already started it. Babe, you can cut, right? Yeah, I can do whatever I want. Oh, so we're not actually going to put this in? We probably will. Why? People want to hear this crap. It's interesting. You know, it's real. It's slice of life stuff, you know? Frick that place. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Um, But yeah, you want to get into it, dude? Yeah. Okay. Well, are we going to have an intro? I already gave it. All right. Well, I just want to say thanks for flying me out. <laughs> no problem, man. No problem. Good to have you back. You're the OG. Wow. You are the you are the wheel and chipping wheel. That means you know? a lot. It means a lot. All right, so this is going to be the interview of the Will Mason. That's right. Will, I got I got 50 questions for you. <laughs> this is your interview. All right. You make this however short or long as you want it. All right. You okay. give me a, how much or little as you want. Okay. I'm excited. So let's start. And and just to say, most of these questions I already asked with Ryan. Okay. So I'm just kind of feeling out what's good and what's not. Uh-huh. But I also wrote some just for you. So. Okay. All right. First one, Will, <laughs> how do you feel right now? Um, I feel good. Yeah. I'm glad to be here. Um, love making content. Love working with you. Thank you. Um, yeah, I'm happy to be back. Okay. Now, number two. Who is Will Mason? Who is Will Mason? Wow. wow. I could talk about that for hours. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Um, Will Mason, he's a simple guy, lighthearted, um, you know, unsure with what he wants to do with his life, but he's happy and he's just rolling with the punches right now. Love, Love to hear it. All right, Will, what was your first impression of me? First impression of you? Yeah. Intimidation. Really? Yeah. I, I've told you this before, but we'll talk about it on the pod. Um, 
Yeah, I, I always knew who you were. We grew up playing baseball together. We never played on the same team. But, um, yeah, I remember you hit one off the fence one time at a tournament that we were at. And the word got around. Chip Weatherall hit one off the fence. We were in the same league? Same tournament. And we played each other? Against each other? Mm-hmm. Eventually, I But think. it wasn't that game? No, it wasn't. Oh. But, like... Rumor was, kid on this team, Chip Weatherall hit one off the fence the game before. Dang, I don't even remember that. What field was it? Veterans Park. Yeah, it was weird. It was a weird tournament. Huh, okay. But then we had class together, and I was like, I know who this is, but I don't think he knew who I am. So I was kind of... vaguely knew who you were. Yeah. Recognized your face. All right. Wait, so you asked... You asked Ryan that question. What no, was I your didn't. first impression of me? <laughs> I should have, though. That would have been funny. Um, all right. Getting to a little bit of the meat. What's your favorite memory you have? Wow, that is beyond meaty. Um, favorite memory? There's no way I can just pick one. I mean... Christmas is coming up, so, I mean, all those Christmas mornings are just great. Mm, mm. Um, you know, I mean, I'm a blessed guy. I have a lot to be thankful for, so. It's good, man. All right, least favorite memory? Oof. <sighs> Probably some family deaths. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm sure whole... Um, baseball thing that was tough um, I didn't know him as personally as some people did but that was just kind of a big shock yeah um, yeah family deaths for, like passing away of friends yeah never, never easy man never easy mm -mm. alright if you could do anything right now right at this moment what would it be right now Wow. <laughs> wow, you stunned me. Don't feel worried about blank space. Just take your time. What am I thinking? What would you do right now? I'd probably uh, get a new setup for a podcast. Yeah, I want to seize the opportunity. I want to be productive, like I would say. Go skydiving or... Deep sea scuba diving, but like, I want to do something productive. Hmm. Um, you could say that is productive in a way. Yeah, but productive towards my career is what I'm looking for. If you go skydiving and then meet someone, you get, <laughs> you get inspiration. You're like, oh my God, I got to make a movie about that. Yeah, I definitely want to. If I had to choose, I definitely want to finish a screenplay or finish filming something to have another project to put out there. It's definitely up there. Just because with school, I push it back so often. Um, and, you know, with now that I'm on break, I have the time, so I'm kind of working on it, but I'm also enjoying my break. So if I had to just finish that, that's what I'd do. Okay. Very nice. All right. Well, describe yourself. In a way that you perceive yourself to be. I feel like this goes along with question two. 
Yeah, kind of. Um, it was more of who, who do you want to see yourself as? I want to see myself as a hard worker. I want people to look at me at some point in my life and be like, no matter what that kid or man wants, he will go get it, no matter what it is. He will learn it. He will adapt to it. He will achieve it. Nice. Okay. What's one movie that you wish you made? That's out? That yeah. like exists? Yeah. Um, gosh. Any of the Christopher Nolan movies. Really? Yeah. Just because no matter how much you enjoy it or, you know, I mean, the scale of them is just so high. But I wrote this in one of my reviews when I just watched Prestige recently. Said even though, like th- this time period and the concept isn't right in my alley, I cannot, I can't do anything but give respect to, to Nolan for putting this timetable together. And we we rewatched Memento also recently, just like how he takes a ordinary time frame, chops it up, puts it in the blender, and then displays it like that. It just adds a whole another element to movies. Huh? And you know, just spins your head a little bit when you're when you're watching it, and you have to piece it together at the end. It's, I mean, obviously everyone loves their comfort films and easy watches, but there's a time and a place for those movies, where you, you just want to think after, you know. Yeah. Oh, I know. All right, what's one movie world that you wish you could live in? Movie world. Yeah. It's going to sound weird, but Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Really? Yeah. What? Just <laughs> going to just explain that, please? Late 60s Hollywood. Oh, okay. I feel like that's awesome. That's, you don't want to be involved with that. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Nothing with the Manson family or anything, but just that time frame in L.A., like the next step of Hollywood. Okay. Would that be the... A period of time you'd want to live in? Yeah. Okay. I just don't... I think um, cell phones and social media are ruining a lot of things. Damn straight. Um, And I'd love to be in a time and experience a time. Either, like, there, there, there's many time, points of time that I'd love to live in. But I feel like the 70s and even the 90s early 90s would be cool too because you know cell phones are a thing so the, the in means of communication it's possible to you know communicate with people easily um but you're not consumed by them so it's two different questions just seeing once upon a time in hollywood and this and the scenic the scenes and the um scenery sorry um, of Hollywood at that time is amazing and beautiful, but if you ask me more of what time frame I wish I lived in, it'd be late 80s, early 90s. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. What's one song you wish you made? Wow. I was thinking on about this on the way here, and it has really? to be Bohemian Rhapsody. Just... <laughs> Just everyone, everyone knows that song, and if if you can put my name to that song, <laughs> I feel like I'd be pretty set in life. Okay, all right, that's an interesting choice. Just, I mean, 
I get, I mean, I'm into a lot of different stuff now, and I could say anything that I like, but, like, if I'm trying to get my name up there, that's the one song to do it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Or Happy by Pharrell Williams. <laughs> I like that one in middle school. Yeah. It's a jam. All right. Now, describe yourself in a way that you think you're perceived by others. It's funny. Um, when I when I meet most people and I kind of advance from just knowing each other's names to actually getting to know people, they always say, "I thought you were such a prick at first. <laughs> like I, you look so mean on the outside." And I guess it's just because I furrow my eyebrows or something on accident. I'm, I don't even mean to, but everyone says that you look so mean. I'm scared to talk to you. You're intimidating. I'm like, I'm really just like nicest guy ever. You come talk to me and if you're genuine so i think that's always interesting um that's just what i hear that people say i don't get that about you yeah we're kind of the same way yeah i guess yeah i get that a lot in high school yeah people like why you look so mad yeah i don't i don't get that it's just like once i once i um, open up to people more They're like Whoa I did not expect This side of you Yeah Kind of like a teddy bear <laughs> <laughs> Alright well What's the best advice You've ever received Ooh. Man I wish I had Planned answers for this It's not the point Not the point Um, This is vague But Something you can always live by is work hard. Work hard, play hard. Sure, you can add play the hard. Part. Playing work. Wow. Out now. On Shout YouTube. out. Shout out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just as stupid as it is, working hard, you can apply that to anything in your life. If you work hard at something, success is going to come, you know? Yeah. Like even if it's a job at a fast food restaurant, if you work hard, you're gonna get promotions and you're gonna get paid and you're gonna be able to, you know, get a job somewhere nicer. Where does enjoyment come into it, or is that part of it, or should that be something separate? It's <laughs> a good question. Um, it really depends on. To me, it depends on what in life you want, and. Um, for me, a lot of stress would come from financial problems. And if I'm working hard and I'm making money, then, you know, you can only work 12 hours of the day, realistically. Um, so that's half the day, and then you have the other half, minus sleep. But you have that time to enjoy, and you're not you're not struggling. You know, I, sh- I don't want that burden of not being able to have the, the simple things in life. All right. Okay. Uh, what is a dream you had as a child that you've already achieved? And I said, other than going to NC State. Wow. A dream I had as a child. Hmm. I'm going to do one of those silence things again. Okay. <laughs> Take your time.
gonna sound weird, but <laughs> definitely have a girlfriend that I can see a future with. You know, when I was younger and, you know, maybe my friends, older brothers or sisters, when they have a serious relationship where you can like see that they're going to last and have and have a future. I've always looked up to those people and yeah. I'm glad that I, I hope my little brother, or my little brother's friends can look at me and my girlfriend's relationship and like, wow, like they're strong and it's kind of weird. No, that's a good one. But yeah. I mean, it's something you don't think about, but like yeah. this. Yeah. Oh, drop but it I'm still here. working on a lot of my dreams. Want to share one? Two? Um, well, you know, the dream of... Well, okay, well, no, the next question is one dream that you haven't achieved. Oh, well, yeah, I was about to say, the dream of being in the NFL and the MLB have sadly passed. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> you never know, man. Um, but, I mean, obviously, right now it's... Being in Hollywood would be awesome, you know, within working in the film industry, actor, director, producer, if I got the dough. Um, are you yawning? Yeah. Tired as hell. Look, we got we got a bunch of these little drain flies in my house. Uh-huh. They're little tiny, little tiny flies. And they suck the life out of you? No, but they, they're in my room every night, and I have to kill at least, like, four of them. Because if I don't, them. and I go to bed... They fly around my face. And they go in my ears. Ugh. My eyes. You should sleep in here. I don't know. It's cold. But I haven't been getting good sleep. That's why. Nothing on you. I respect it. But you are kind of boring. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's a fake laugh. <laughs> okay. Um, now, this is the set of questions that I used on my brother. Uh-huh. I want you to really think about it. They sound weird, but I want you to really think about it, okay? Okay. First one. Well, this is question 14, but first of this set. Mm. If you could design a house that looked like the way your brain works, where would the bathroom be? Whoa. <laughs> think about it. Bathroom is where you get rid of your waste. On the way to the kitchen. Why do you say that? Um, I imagine walking in, there's a big foyer, hallway, one way, straight goes to the living room, take a right, gets to the kitchen, the hallway after you take a right, on your left, is the bathroom. Huh. Don't know why. You don't know why. That's how my brain works. Okay, yeah. I mean, yeah, that answered the question. <laughs> I will I will say Ryan said it wouldn't be very accessible. Why was that? Whatever he thought. I got to listen to it. Yeah. Okay, um you're you know cars, right? You're a car person. What uh, kind of car would be in the driveway? It's an interesting take. I hope it's the car that I still have out there right now because I was telling you about this yesterday. I'm the type of person that if it ain't broke, don't fix it, you know, especially with money situations. Talking about that earlier as well. Um, if I do have an excess of money, of course, I will buy a nicer car, but I'd rather ride out my car from 2002 until it's completely dead. If it still drives and it's still safe, why not, you know? And... 
in my driveway. If it's in my driveway, then I've saved my money well. Okay. I remember this is a, an imaginary house. Uh-huh. So this represents you. Uh-huh. Okay. So would this house have any pets? Mm, yes. Yeah? How many and what? Wow. Okay. Um, for a while, I've always wanted to have a big dog. Like, um, what are those called? Bernard's? The big furry slobbery dogs. Yeah. I've always wanted one of those and a little dog. Just because it'd be like when I open the door and come home, big one and a little one, they're like the little ones running between the Bernard's <laughs> yeah. legs. Like, I don't know. I just think it'd be funny. Um, I would name them Buckus and Mo. But that was, I don't know. I've kind of, I've grown out of that a little bit. And I've also kind of fallen in love with beagles after I've gotten my first family dog. Um, but of course they bark a lot and, mm. but he, beagles are misunderstood, man. They really How are. So? Everyone thinks he's, my dog's the meanest thing ever, but just, just loves his house and loves his family. It's just protecting us, you know, yeah. but I'd also like a bunny rabbit or two. Really? Yeah. Those things are awesome. You, you let them go in your little living room and they'll do flips and they'll, <laughs> I'm serious. Those things are crazy. Your tricks. Yeah, and they'll clean themselves. It's the cutest thing I've ever seen. Tricks are for kids. <laughs> All right, what color would the walls be in this house? Every single wall? Uh, if it had to be one color. Mm. Or you know what? No, just answer whatever you want. I definitely do a lot of different colors. I mean, you know me, I have a blue room in my house now. Um, but I think the main color would be a grayish blue. You know, not bold. You know, like normal house color. Um, but yeah, I'd definitely paint a room a dark blue. Or hopefully my movie theater room is black. I don't know. Um, again, I'd have to have this like house pictured in my head but yeah definitely a normal color okay what's the most expensive item in this house um i want a gold statue of somebody but i don't know who (laughs) um i don't know about most expensive but i hope there's a bunch of signed memorabilia from you know some of my favorite artists and actors directors People have a picture of you up there. Hell yeah. What kind of picture? Embarrassing? No. You at your highest moment. (laughs) Shout out. Yeah. Respect that. Like after two or three blunts. (laughs) (laughs) How much does this house cost? Like my dream house? However you want to answer house represents you this is interesting um you know i want it to be expensive but i don't but if it's expensive then i'm paying paying the cost are you price am i tell me yeah it's hella expensive i ain't paying for it okay 3.3 milli milli but i'm not paying though okay man all right does anyone live there 
Oh, yeah. Other than you. All my friends can live there. They can, but do they? They come in and out. Um, no. Uh, you always got a room. As long as you're respectful and don't do me dirty. But if I can do me dirty, hand over your keys. <laughs> Pay for it. All right. Um, how big... Okay, you're right. Yeah. How big is the back door or backyard from the back door to the fence in inches? It's a trick question. No. <laughs> um, in inches. So there's 12 inches in a foot. 12 feet in an inch. Yeah. Divide by two. I don't want to sell myself short here. <laughs> I'm going to go 7,500,000 inches. 7,500,000? 75 what? 7,500,000. No. 750,000,000. Sixty-two thousand feet. <laughs> That's a large backyard, my friend. Great, I love land. <laughs> Lots to build. Um, how'd you do that math real quick? You put you have a calculator up? No, I just I'm good at really really good at math. Wow. Is this house in a neighborhood or secluded from urban areas? How secluded are we talking? Um, you got to drive 25 minutes to the nearest store. Neighborhood. You got to drive. Neighborhood. Okay. All right. <laughs> Is there room for expansion of this house? Oh, yeah. 62. What'd you say? 62,500 <laughs> feet? Oh, yeah. A big backyard. Oh, yeah. What about the house? What itself. About, what about the house? Itself. Well, that's in the backyard. Like, it's. Can you expand the house any other way? Oh, absolutely. I've always thought about that. Expanding my own house now. That was also a dream of mine, but kind of more of a fantasy. Okay. Okay, that's that's the end of the house segment. Okay. But I found it interesting that you answer these questions as like a dream home. Right. You know? When so far, Ryan answered it as, like, his, like his, his head. mind. Yeah. But I think that I think that says a lot about how you look at life, and I respect yeah. that. I just, why shoot below the stars, you know? Yeah. You got to fake it till you make it, you know what I'm saying? That's right. All right. Let's get into it. Will. Do you consider yourself to be a likable person? I hope so, man. I really do. And if I'm not, then I'm doing something wrong. And I, <laughs> If I'm not, then I need people to tell me and I, I can change. Because being likable can get you a long way in life. Long way. Do you have any uh, evidence that, that gives you that answer? I have a question for you, Chris. Hit me. Do you like me? No. 
I do well. I uh, I just want, forgot to say at the beginning, but the reason I wanted to bring you on this interview is because I think you're damn close to an expert at enjoying life. Wow. That's yeah. a compliment. It is. You know, if I were to be my Joe Rogan self, that's why I brought you on here. Okay. Because I want to show people how you do it. Wow. Is that going to be the title, How to Enjoy Life? No, it's going to be the interview of the Will Mason. But Dash, How to Enjoy how Life. How to Enjoy Life. Wow. But yeah, I consider you to be a likable person because I think... I think because you enjoy living, therefore people see that in you. Yeah. And they want to be around that. I mean, the way I think of it is you can all... You can, the simple way of putting it is the glass half empty or half full, you know? You can always have something to complain about. You can have something to stress about, worry about. Nine times out of ten, someone has it way worse than you do. Um, especially if you're listening to this podcast. Um, so, why complain about the little stuff? And why don't you enjoy the stuff that you do have? You know, stuff that you can't help. You know, that's how I look at life. And like I said, I am lucky, and not everyone is in the same situation I am. But that's something I can, I can say is just enjoy what you have. You know, why why ruin what you have by stressing about stuff that is out of your control right now? Okay. What made you develop that way of thought? Do you know? My mom had that same mindset um, growing up. And... I don't know. I just feel like I'm I'm a, I'm really aware in the most humble way possible. I see how other people act and like, wow, you have this, 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 this. Why are you acting that way? But then, of course, I go through the same hardships. I'm like, I'm acting that same way that that person would be. And then I'm then I can realize why I'm acting like this, you know, get over it, move on. You know, I'm not saying everything in my life is perfect, you know, and I'm not saying that I'm the most happy person ever, blah, blah, blah. Like, everyone goes through their hard times. But at the end of the day, just be happy. Like, that could, if you're happy yourself, then it brings up people around you. And when you bring up people around you, it um, reflects. True that. All right. Have you made an effort in your life to build community around your friends? Oh, absolutely. Yeah? I was, talking, I was talking to you about this yesterday, you know, with my girlfriend. Like if she did, if if my friends don't want to be around her, then she's not the right girl. And if uh-huh. she didn't want to be around them, then she's not the right girl. And, you know, I mean, I've pretty, pretty much connected to some extent all my friend groups, wouldn't you say? I mean, yeah. like, you know Bennett from baseball, but like, I know you and JC have your... Headbutts, <laughs> but you can call them that. Yeah, um, you know, I like I said, I want everyone to merge at some point, you know, and yeah, and I'm I'm big on like mixing friend groups can be weird at times, but as long as everyone can have a conversation, you know, and enjoy their time every once in a while, there's friend groups for a reason. Yeah. And I feel like I'm placed in a bunch of different friend groups. Have you ever tried to? Ever tried to write 
that. Like in a screenplay? Yeah. Write what exactly? Like, uh... I feel like you could make, like, a good, like, Days and Confused type movie. Yeah. You know? Or write it, at least. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've thought about it. Um, I think you've seen enough, like, different groups. Yeah. Yeah. That you could figure out how to merge them all together. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's kind of what I'm trying to do with the whole male short film. That is that's gonna be the first first thing that I've worked with 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 dialogue that I'm gonna be proud of, like really in depth, funny dialogue. Want to go into detail? Um, I haven't worked out the details yet. Um, what's the short? The short is about. A group of college guys that receive mail to their apartment that is not meant, that was meant for the person that lived in their apartment before them. And half the group wants to open the mail, and the other half of the group um, knows it's illegal and doesn't want to open the mail. So the whole premise is one group is trying to convince the other group. So it's going to kind of be like 12 Angry Men in a way. Yeah. Um, but a lot more lighthearted. And um, yeah, it's just really me diving into seeing how I can write dialogue and be funny and be um, concise at the same time. Because mm-hmm. all of my projects beforehand lack um, dialogue. So it's like the, it's taking my next step in writing and filmmaking and even though I'm a baby in the industry. A little infant, newborn. Do you have a... Well, you're basing them off of people, right? Yeah. They're they're real. So that that event happened in real life. And, of course, I was the one that wanted to open it. And I was literally about to open it. And then one of my old roommates was like, no, 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 you can't. It's a felony. I was like, dude, who is going to know? It's been sitting in here for three weeks. And, I mean, I shouldn't be saying that out loud. Yeah. And we haven't opened it. Um, but then I started convincing them, you know, like, we we had this event happen in real life. And then we all sat back from the situation. We're like, this could be a short film. This is interesting. Hmm. And we actually recorded voice memos of our actual conversation. So I might base a lot of it off that. Did you... Everybody knew you were recording? I'm not sure if everyone knew. Um, I kind of did just like record it and put it on the table. But maybe the person next to me I told or something. Okay. But they weren't acting like they were being recorded? No, well, so we had the conversation and then brought another friend over and then like told him the situation. And he was like, let's open it. And so we kind of like relived the conversation. Okay. That's funny. I'm I'm excited to see how you write that. Yeah, hopefully I can get a lot done in the next couple of days. All right. Will, we've kind of talked about this, but have you ever met someone or seen someone where you've said to yourself, I have to talk to this person? 
Hmm. Boy or girl? Yeah. Kind of, not to be cheesy, but kind of with my current girlfriend. Um, I got boys knew who she was. We went to the same school. She was a year below me, and we were in, when we were in the same place. I was like, yeah, it's like this is my chance. Um, guys, yeah, um, you know, playing baseball, like the upperclassmen. Sorry, my stomach keeps growing. <laughs> <laughs> playing like upperclassmen, I wanted to be cool with them, so I'd do something dumb or funny. You're the same way to to like make them like you, and that kind of sparked conversation. Um, I'm trying to think. You know, my buddy tells me a story. I was like at the bar, he was talking to this guy who is like 24 and a millionaire, and I was like, wow, I should talk to more people like that. So nothing, nothing like that. I wish I'd, I'd have that experience, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think I have, but maybe I have and I haven't really known. I don't know. Yeah. My next question was, why do you think people feel that? But if you haven't really felt it, I don't know. Let's I, just say with your girlfriend now. Like, what, what do you think compelled you to do that or feel that? Um, initially is... Attraction? Physical attraction, yeah. Um, and then for, like, talking to someone that's you're not physically attracted to, but you know their stature, you know, you want to experience what they went through and learn through them. Um, any advice you can get, of course. Yeah. Just because, like, I'm looking up to them, you know? I wonder, if, I wonder if it does happen like that, though, you know? I wonder if you see somebody and you're like, that person's important. Yeah, I don't know. You know? I don't or know. does it have to, you gotta let it simmer a little bit. I don't know. I mean, you think about Makane's story, you know, just met the director at a bar. Yeah, the rest is history. I don't. I, I doubt McConaughey was like, "You look like you direct movies." I'm sure they got to talking, and the director was like, "Wow, you would be perfect for this." And McConaughey's like, like "Yeah." <laughs> I know. All right. Uh, well, then, leading into the next question, do you believe that we meet people on purpose? Yeah, I do. Um, I can't explain it really, but I am a believer on. Every, everything, everyone is brought into your life for a reason, whether it's good or bad. It's a learning experience, and you grow from it. So do you believe in missed opportunities? Mm. Or do you think it's just a failure for the next time? I think it's... it's missed opportunity, that's tough. Um, yes, but I'm more of a believer on... Kind of like the glass half empty, half full thing. You can look at it as a missed opportunity, or you can look at it, wow, I'll never make this mistake again. Right. Or I've learned from that. Okay. Do you think... Uh... Okay, I'll just do the next question. Do you think the people we surround ourselves with dictates what we consider to be joy? At times, yeah. Um, but at the same time, 
if that's the case, then you're not surrounding yourself with the right people. Um, like when I when I'm hanging out with you, I get a lot of joy, like bouncing off each other, like just being goofy and funny. And that might not be the case with some of my other friends, but I find joy hanging out with them, doing other things. What do you consider to be joy? What is joy to you, Will? Joy is not thinking about other stuff, not worrying about anything else except for what's happening in the moment. Like right now, I'm not thinking about, oh, I got to pack up and go out of town later. I'm thinking about right now because I'm, I'm happy doing this and I'm enjoying myself, you know? Yeah, that's a good definition. Um, do, you think, do you think your friends feel the same way? About my definition of joy? Yes. Mm, subconsciously, maybe. Um, I doubt anyone would explain it like that. Like, I've, I've never explained it like that before. It kind of just came to my head. I don't know. Well, do you think in the back of your head you surround yourself with people who look at it the same way? Without even knowing. At least, at least to an extent, for sure. Yeah. And I'm big on surrounding myself with people that are only going to have positive impacts on my life. I'm not going to, you know, if I don't enjoy myself around people, I, I'm just, why would I hang out with them? You right. Know? I'm, I'm sure people, most people have Some people standards. do. I know. So why do you I'll think never that get, is? I'll never get that. Yeah. Why? For what? what? How does it benefit you? You know? Are you, in, like, are you using them or they're using you? If anyone's using me. I just would never want to see them again. But using and asking questions are two different things. Like like we're talking about, if you meet a rich guy at a bar, or a successful guy, sorry. Um, Don't use the R word. <laughs> well, rich, rich and happiness can kind of clash sometimes. So success, if, if you're successful, I categorize successful as success, successful in life. Um, so like that means you're happy and you're financially stable and whatnot. If I meet a guy like that at a bar, a person like that, and I'm curious, you know, I'm not using him. I'm just like, tell me your life story. Let me know what you went through, what you endured through the processes so I can kind of apply it to my life too, you know, like, and I don't know why someone like that wouldn't be open to talking about it. Because you know, it's not it's not cocky or arrogant to talk about, it, especially if I'm asking the questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um. Changing the topic. All right. Will, do you like your name? That is a really good question. Um. So there's there's a story. Um, my little brother is named John, and my dad's name is John, and. My uncle's name's John. My his brother, your dad's brother. No, my mom's brother. Okay. Um, and my my mom's dad's name is John, but he goes by Jack. Anyways, th- there's a bunch of Johns on both sides of my family, and I was supposed to be named John. Really? Yeah. And up in three weeks before I was due, my dad's like, "We can't name him John. There's too many Johns." <laughs> and so then they kind of reconsider, go through family names, and they land on Will. Which is, I don't know. It's all right. I mean, I, I enjoy it. I don't know anything else. Yeah, I don't think I could see it as anything else. 
Yeah, but I will say my cousin's name is Chris, and I've always liked the name Chris. I think Chris is a cool name. Thank um, you. But I am glad I'm not John. But at the so end of the day, just threw that away with your brother. Yeah, and then whenever they have my brother, like, like oh, we have to name him John. Just John, it's gotta be. Um, yeah. But I was talking about this with my parents. You know, I am. Will's a good name, you know, and it's kind of funny because like you see all the crazy names today, and you know, me and my brother are just Will and John, <laughs> like some of the most basic names ever. Yeah, but it's also funny. Um, we we're talking about this too with my parents. I don't know what it is. I think it's because. I technically have two first names. Um, Will Mason, John Mason. Every Most people, when I first meet them, and most coaches that I've had in my life or older elders, say Will Mason, like together. Yeah. And same thing with my dad, too. That people people would ask my dad, what or ask like other coaches or other people, what is John Mason's last name? Like really? it's a double name. Will and, Mason? I mean, like, I don't know. Co- Boker always called me Will Mason. Because I think it's just a solid name. Yeah. But I also, one of my friends made me realize, like, when people tell me you have two first names, no. Because people got the name Mason from a last name. They're like, oh, I like that name and put it as someone's first name. Yeah. I feel like it's more of a last name anyway. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, because no one named their kid Mason. It's a family name. And once... Or it's a last name. And once other people saw the name Mason, wanted to name their own kid Mason, that's when they started botching that name. So whenever someone tells me, you have two first names, you weirdo. Like, no, I don't. Somebody's actually said that to you? They didn't call me a weirdo, but... <laughs> no, the, but the first two names. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's like, why you call me Will Mason? It's like, oh, you got two first names. Huh. I've never thought of that. Well, I'm glad. Because I don't really like it. Because I'm proud of my last I do really like my last name. Yeah. Mason. I love it's Mason. Good last name. Well, if you could change your name, what would it be? Um, something hard. <laughs> something hard Mason? <laughs> <laughs> like Blade. Blade Mason. Blade Mason? Wow. Or like Is that going to be Bolt? your stage name? Or like Rock. Is that going to be your stage name? Nah. I might go Will Mason Johnson. <laughs> With a T, Johnston. Wilson Johnson Mason. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, what's something you wish you were better at? Talking. Talking. I'm very subconscious about my talking. I don't think you're bad at I think you can carry a conversation. No, not even that, just literally talking. When I'm when I'm talking now, I feel like I'm short of breath. And as I talk, saliva creeps up my mouth. <laughs> it's so weird. I hate it. Um, I, yeah, I wish my voice... I guess it's everyone's subconscious thing, but I wish my voice sounded more like a narrator or like an announcer. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, kinda... that was just the first thing that came off my head. Um, no, I get that, though. Because when I'm doing... Whenever I'm doing this, like even with Nick... Yeah. Screw him, though. I hate him. Oh. Um... I always feel like I'm like talking under my breath. Yeah, yeah like I'm yeah. doing it right now, but I know I'm not. Like, does it sound like I am? No, no. But, like, I feel like I am. I feel like I've never. I'm still like finding my voice, literally. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm. 
it's yeah, shorter breath. Exactly. But then some people say like, no, you have a really good voice. You have a narrator voice. I do. If you tried. Well, that's very nice to hear. Shout out your short film. You caught me at a bad time. Your narration's amazing. The whole thing or just the end? The entire narration. I thought was good. No. But I mean, I guess the end is more of a like a film narration yeah. than a how-to video. And it worked? Yeah. The end? Yeah, I was iffy about that. I think it worked. All right. So you can't talk. <laughs> do you think you were born with the inability to inability to do that? I I think it stems from my mom. How so? Um Well, also when I'm talking, I, I pronounce some weird words weird. Um I wouldn't say it's a speech impediment, but I mean, we were talking yesterday and had trouble saying specific, specific, specific. And I think my mom's the same way. She do you like, just talk too fast. Or? I don't know. I don't know. Your do your words come out faster than your thoughts, or the other way around? At times, but what what really trips me up is, especially like talking to someone important or on a podcast. I won't have anything to say. And then instead of trying to think of something to say, my brain will go to quick, hurry, think of something to say, think of something to say, think of something to say, instead of thinking about what you said. You should try. Does that happen like in public, in social situations? Like I said, if it's someone important or like someone I'm trying to impress or someone I'm not close with, like for example, I'm seeing a bunch of people that I haven't seen being back in town, like old classmates and stuff and mm-hmm. I'm so awkward <laughs> well you should you should say in that moment hurry think of something to say think of something to say. yeah then, that'd definitely be an icebreaker <laughs> um but yeah I mean seeing seeing the old classmates like oh how's your school how's class going how's your how's, life are you in a how's your semester fraternity sorority oh yeah which one what's your major like same thing yeah that how many times have you had that conversation? Oh my gosh, countless, countless, countless. It's really dumb. But then, like, what else are you gonna say? I know. You gotta just come right off the bat. <laughs> yeah, it's a good way to meet new people. You could be like, "Well, you've changed." Yeah. <laughs> On your first, when you're a freshman, and even now, first day of class, do you? Like introduce yourself and say what what major you are and what year you are. Like, does the teacher require it or like, no, no, do no. I? Just especially last year as freshman, everyone in like a lecture hall, like whoever you're sitting next to, is like, "Hey, I'm, I'm Will." No, I don't. Like, what major are you? Just because you're trying to meet new people. No, I don't. I don't talk to anybody. Yeah, that's how <laughs> I've started acting. I don't. I'm. I'm We've talked about this. I'm still a firm believer that if you're supposed to talk to somebody, it'll just happen, yeah. you know? Yeah, and I, and I like that too, but then I also meet people. Like a lot of my parents' friends just have know everyone in our town. Know yeah. everyone. And that's just from years of talking to people and being nice to people. And, you know, you meet this person through this person. and Yeah, but, I mean, they're older. That builds yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying, like, now. I mean, we're only 20 years old. Mm-hmm. You know, some of us aren't even twenty. I mean, you fifteen. 
<laughs> still coming on puberty, you know? Yeah, my voice is still cracking. But, like, with, with Nick, like... I don't know if I should... I could cut this out, I guess, if it... But, like, Clint talked shit about him before mm-hmm. I even met him. Because you've had a class with him. Uh-huh. So, like, I already had that going in. Like, I had that bias. Yeah. Like, this guy's kind of annoying. Uh-huh. And then I remember I went... One day when I was working, I went to Clint's house first, and Nick was there. Uh-huh. And immediately, this is nine in the morning, and he's just talking my head yeah. off. And you know how I am. I'm like... Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was my first impression of him. Uh-huh. And then later that day, we got back to the house, and he was, like, more joking and stuff. And I was like, okay, this guy's yeah. really funny. Well, my first impression of him was C Street, when we were supposed to go, and him and Clint were there. Yeah. And, like, nice guy. But I was... His eye contact is straight <laughs> on. I've never like noticed that. And I'm and I'm sitting there and like I'm barely involved in the conversation. All of a sudden, he darts his eyes at me. I feel like I have to say something, but I have no idea what to say. Maybe you guys are like talking like, like with you or I don't know, but you guys are talking about like Cape Fear or something. And do looks, I do that? No. I mean, no. There's a time and place for for eye contact. Like, I'm really bad at eye contact. I just looked away right there, but yeah, he would just boom, especially sitting across from a table. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, no respect. Like, that's how it should be. Well, I've never, maybe I like match his intensity, so maybe that's why I don't feel it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but screw Nick. He's dead to me. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever, man. Whatever, Marty. Um, um, uh, where were we? Okay. Uh, we kind of just talked about this. Do you feel your parents have helped you be the person you are now, or have you found your own way? Mm. A little bit of both. Um, all my parents' friends are like, you're just like your dad. They tell me that all the time. You're just like your dad. So personality-wise, I am very similar to my dad. But I feel that there are some differences. <sighs> what they are, I'm not exactly sure. Okay. I don't know. My dad is definitely more he's definitely more intelligent than I am, book smart wise, but I feel like I have more of a creative mindset than he does. And they're uh you're proud of who you've turned out? So far, are they? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. They said it. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, that's what, I mean. All parents say that crap. Do they? Mine have. Mine have. I mean, I yeah. It all the time, I mean, I'm I'm sure some people. I'd have to get more people on the podcast. Yeah. Okay. If you could meet yourself, what's the first thing you would say? Who am I? That's what you would say, or are you asking me that? <laughs> that? Honestly, that's probably what I'd ask. If I saw myself and that wasn't me, I'd, who am I right oh, now? Who am I? Yeah. No, like if you, uh, okay. No, you're you. And I saw myself. And you saw yourself as who was also you. Like a dude. And you had a choice to talk to them, what would you say? I feel like we'd go up to each other and say the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> right? 
on paper, that's how it would work. If you did, I guess. Um, Let's say it's you, like, a day ahead. Wow. Yeah. That could, you could, you can get some use out of that. Yeah. I'd ask for the rundown. How, how do I make my day better than yours? Hmm, okay. Yeah, that's good. Hmm. All right, yeah. Okay, what's... All right, let me ask you a question. Go ahead. I've thought about this a lot. How would you react if someone came up to you, boy or girl, and goes, look, Chris, I'm from the future. We are best friends slash lovers. <gasps> Not or If it's a guy, it's like we're best friends. If it's a girl, it's we are, we are together in the future. I don't know how I'm back here. But I'm, you're my, you're the only person I can trust to talk to. How would you respond? <laughs> um, would you believe them? Would you think they're crazy? Would you think they're a stalker? I don't know. I feel like that's one of those. It's one of those situations where it's like, it's so random. You don't really yeah understand how random it is. I mean, it's a complete movie scenario, but. but like I probably would react. Like. Interested. Yeah. The first thing I would do is I would ask questions about myself that only people like that would know. I guess I would feel out if they really know who I am. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know this person. I've never met them. Mm-mm. They don't look familiar or anything. Where you are in life, you haven't met them yet. If you did actually meet them. Then I'd be like, where do we meet? You know? And they say Boone. <laughs> How did I get there? Trolls. I guess, yeah, then I would ask questions. I would yeah. Ask questions. But after trying to kill them, but yeah. Yeah. You know. But after you ask them questions and you deeming them trustworthy, what do you do? Do they want me to like follow them? Like, what's we're missing something here? That's what I would say. We're missing something here. What's going on? Missing link? I mean,. Well, they're in this world, new world, where they only know you. So they're kind of relying on you slash wanting to be with you. So what happens if I go along with this until the day that I'm supposed to meet them? That's what I'm asking you. Will they just, like, disintegrate? You just have to find out. All right. I mean, that's that's a pretty open-ended question, you know? Where does it start? Where does it end? I haven't gotten that far. <laughs> Have any of us? All right, well, you want children one day, yeah? Oh, yeah. What's the main idea you want to teach them to be better off in life? <sighs> to help tackle the world? Gosh, I am not ready for this kind of question. You gotta be ready. You gotta be ready. Uh... Because you, Will, are having a son. <laughs> <laughs> it's a boy. <laughs> Um, let me do the silence thing again for a second. Sheesh. I don't even know what children are. Motto I'm going by. (laughs) I feel like I'm too young to. I haven't had enough experience in life to be able to pass it down 
to a whole nother generation. I can give advice to my brother, who's only three years younger. Okay, well, let me rephrase it. Would you go out of your way to teach your children, or would you let them come to you? If I saw a lesson that presents presents itself, I would. But I think my dad's done a great job of letting me live my own life, and I'd let them do the same. And and if they came to me, of course, I'd be helpful. But I think learning on your own is one of the best ways to go about life. Yeah. Well. And I'm also a listener. Like I, I will take advice. <laughs> Even when it's not presented to me. If I hear a conversation, I hear a story, I, I take that in. Yeah. Okay. You done with that thought? Yeah. All right. What's, what's one piece of advice you have for me? And be honest. Put it out. Where do I start? <laughs> In what section of life? I don't know, man. Freaking gave you a bunch of advice yesterday. Heck. Um... You don't have like an overall overall that all falls under? One thing Well I was gonna say with your creative work being more serious, but you have made serious stuff. But also a lot of stuff that might be serious to random people watching can be funny to me because you know to, to people on your related short film it seems pretty serious but to me I know you're having fun making it and kind of like messing around behind the camera because I've been a part of that process so maybe that's just me as a biased watcher uh-huh. but I feel like I feel like you can make something serious without it being dark or um not dark, but like, you know, you made a short film on panic attacks. I feel like you can make something funny without it being completely goofy. If that makes sense. Okay. Why? Why do you say that? Well, the reason I say that is because m- most of your funny ideas are like completely out of this world. You know? Like in a good way? Sometimes, yeah. Like ambition wise? No, no, like bananas stuff. <laughs> like our cast register idea was oh, yeah. the, the Taco Man. Like you Taco know Tuesday. I'm, yeah, Taco Tuesday with the freaking beef. Like <laughs> we can go down that path, but I think you can make something that's really freaking good. That's like a legit comedy, not just a sketch. Okay, I know what you're saying. So that, you're saying that wasn't a good idea. No, it was, but I'm saying only, only like the same thing with, um, 
Velocipaster and yeah. Black Dynamite. Like that. You're saying I could make something like that. You could, but I think you can make something more legit. Like there's only a, like no, not people say what's one of your when someone asks what's one of your favorite comedies, no one says Velocipaster or um, Black Dynamite. And it's because those are like spoof movies. Yeah. I'm saying you can you can make some beyond the okay, spoof. Okay, yeah, I know what you're saying. And now I'm not saying you shoot for the spoof, but <laughs> <laughs> I think you can you can make something more than just a spoof. And but I do think when you think of comedy, you kind of default to that. Yeah. Because it's, it's easy. It is easy. Yeah. I was about to say that it's easy. Um, but yeah, I think you can advance. You're adva- more advanced okay. than that. I'll keep that you can mind. be. You can be. I'm not saying you should be. But yeah, I mean, mind. those. There's a time and place for those. Like, I I love both those movies. Just, I feel like you have a better chance of being respected and renowned. I guess at your age, doing real stuff, and then not real stuff, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, ser- more serious stuff. Yeah. Than just a little project skit thing. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Okay. Anything else? Um, I will say, um, I know you're not this guy. <laughs> Don't start it off like that. But man. um, I'm not the guy either. But you know, anytime that you're with a girl that you like, anytime you go to the bathroom, just check yourself, check your hair, check your teeth. Make sure nothing's on your face. Huh. Just you know, yeah. Clean up. Are you saying I'm usually dirty? No, <laughs> no. But I'm just saying, like that's just it could only help, you know. And I'm not saying go to the bathroom every five minutes and. No, no, that, no. I mean, yeah, it's just it could help, you know. Something I mean, you don't think about. No one, no one, no one can help having stuff in their teeth or, you know, having their hair like up in one area. It's just, you know, I'm not saying, like, pull out your phone every once and, like, chuck yourself. It's weird. But if you're ever in the bathroom, just, you know? <laughs> okay. Um. Anything else? Anything else? Um. You could always be nicer to strangers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can, man. I try. Uh, yeah, I know. But that's what also makes you so, like, <laughs> like that's the same thing that I was saying. I'm not going to act like I like someone if I don't, you know? Yeah. Um, and which is one of my favorite traits about you is that like, you don't take anything. You know, if, if someone's annoying you, you'll, you will make it known that someone's <laughs> annoying you. And n- not all people work the way that I do. If I know that I'm annoying you, I, I'm like, all right, well, I don't want to bother you. You know, same, mm-hmm. same way with my roommate. I don't want to bother him, but when meeting people, that can come off as, like, ooh. Yeah. I mean, there's a time and place for everything, and, and girls is a whole different story. If you're, not, you're Of course, you're going to be nice to girls, and it's about all I have at the top of my head. Do you have customers, any, though. Cu- yeah, free customers. Okay, I'm allowed to be rude to them. If they're, if they're if they're rude, if yeah. yeah, if they're incompetent, then 
I mean, and, and that's honestly ref- reflected on you. Like the only reason I'd be nice to an incompetent customer is to hopefully get a tip. Yeah. But I mean, if you if you'd rather express yourself <laughs> and get a tip, by all means. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's all you got. For now. All right, Will. And the stage of life. Let's go a little deeper. Oh gosh. You mentioned family deaths earlier. Uh-huh. What's your view on death? You know, I've kind of come to terms with death. Yeah? For myself. I trust that if I die, it's my time. You know, and I'm leaving it all, all out on the field. I don't think... Obviously, I'm young, and I would miss on a lot of life life experiences like family and... Having my own house and kids, grandkids, blah, blah, blah. But I, I don't want to die. But if, if I were to, I trust the big man upstairs got me. You know, it's supposed to happen. Um, okay. Did that frighten you? No. Trying to figure out how to lead that into. So you are very religious. Yeah. Does that play a big part in your happiness? I am religious, but I'm not perfect in my religion at all. Um, we can get into religion if you want. It's if you want. <laughs> I mean, my religion is a rather forgiving one compared to most. Um, so most people say. But I, little things I try to avoid doing. Like I, I try to avoid avoid cursing. As much as I can, just because it's an easy thing. People, I mean, everyone knows that no one's perfect, but trying something little like that is is kind of like on the path to being perfect. Like, try to be perfect, but even though it's impossible, like if I said that I never say a potty word, I'm lying. <laughs> I say piss all the time. <laughs> Um, poo poo. Yeah. But if it plays with my happiness, it's it is reassuring to know that there's something existential that's got me in a way and again, me thinking that everything happens for a reason. You're born with a plan, which I can't exactly wrap my head around, but I don't know. I have a lot of different theories on things. Like, if people that poorly impact your life are actually real people. Hmm. And not just angels trying to test you. Yeah. But that, that's that's a whole other podcast, honestly. Well, maybe. Have you met people that aren't religious? That and, I mean, obviously they're real people, but they're meant to... Well, no, have to... you met people that aren't religious? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, my roommate. Do they is. seem happy? Mm? Yeah. Mm? Have you have you asked them about that? Um. No, not not really, and only because I feel like I would be embarrassed that I don't know all the facts. Because, like I said, I am religious, but I haven't read the book all the way through, and. There's a lot of gray areas in my mind on my religion, so if if someone that didn't believe in religion was to ask me a bunch of questions, I wouldn't have all the answers for them. But I think it's crazy to think that people think that everything was put here, was was just here, like everything just existed. How? You know? Even even if the Big Bang or whatever happened, you still, like, what made that happen? Something had to create everything else. Yeah. So, you know, I, I talk to people and they're like, well, you think your, your guy just waved his wand and said, there's an earth, there's... Not exactly, but how... Something had to put something here. There has to be a higher power that made the atmosphere or the the solar system. What's the word of all space? Universe. Universe, yeah. Do you think... I don't know. It's a... It's, a, it's an interesting topic. Yeah. I'm, oh, there should be a podcast... We should do another whole another podcast on it. Okay. Um, well, we should bring Gabe on the podcast because he knows a lot. He's he's the perfect person to talk about it. Well, how how do you think? Do you think religion ties into love? In what way? Do you think Well, well I just asked you if it tied into happiness, right? Uh-huh. Do you think there's something to love that is beyond us of understanding? Something to love? Yeah. Yes, because we're grateful for that kind of thing. And it's kind of like a mutual feeling if he loves us and we love him for what he does. Okay, but how does it influence relationships? Your love towards people. Like I said, no one's perfect, but I try to. I try to you, you know, you try to be like him and even if it's cursing, like I try not to do it as much as I can. Um because it's just easy to do. Why do I? I don't have to curse. I don't. When I when of course if I spill something or almost hit a car or something, I'm gonna. That's the first thing to come out because it's just emotion. But I try to be try to honor my religion. Um, 
and I, I'm terrible at it. I'll admit I'm terrible at it. But I think the effort means a lot. And you ask about if it affects love. Yeah, I don't think I'd be able to truly love someone that disagrees on religion, the the religion I believe in, and if they don't incorporate that into their life in some way. Really? Yeah. What is love to you? What is love, baby? Copyright, copyright, copyright. What is love? We were talking about this last night, too. My family. Love is... Is happiness, but also being able to solve conflicts together as rather rather than against each other. I've I've told you this before, but it's moving the couch together rather than trying to do it. If, if two people, one person for one person, it's really hard to move a, a small couch. But two people can move it really easily. So love and a good relationship is being able to move that couch, being able to work together to solve problems together. Like you're a unit. It's if you clash heads and go one way or the other, it's that's not it's not gonna go anywhere. It's not fluid. So I think love is someone that you're attracted to, whether it's personality, looks should be a combination of everything for me personality swings things you know um per- attraction compatibility if you don't get along you don't get along no matter how attracted you guys are looks wise to each other looks wise love or attraction compatibility and happiness you guys got to make each other happy you have to know the amount of sacrifice that you're willing to give up to make the other person happy and by definition, sacrifice is something that you don't want to do yourself to some extent. So you have to find the, the, the medium of how much are you willing to sacrifice for this person and how much are they willing to sacrifice for you. And the sacrifice should not be a burden because you're making the person you love happy. So it's a sacrifice. Obviously, you can sacrifice way more. To make them happy, but you should never sacrifice more than more than affects your happiness. Okay. You just mentioned compatibility. Mm-hmm. You don't think you could? You don't think you could do that with anybody? If you both wanted to. Well, then you're sacrificing happiness. If you're forcing it. Well, not forcing it. Just like. You could have a positive outlook on a situation, yeah. Like if you if you brought me with a random person, boy or a girl, and said, you know, live with them for two weeks. For for a two week t- span, you could only look at the bright sides and then be like, all right, count down the days. But with love, it's supposed to be for the rest of your life. So you're, you're and you don't want to be counting down the days until you die or. You know, when you're when you're with someone. So, yeah, you can make it work, but you shouldn't have to make it work. It should just work. If that makes It does. Well, I'm just... Because people love others who aren't good for them. It's true. So why do you think that is? Love others who aren't good for them. 
I think a lot, I could be wrong, but I think a lot of people get caught up in what's easy for them. Um, it's easy to rely on someone that's there for, that's there for you to a certain extent. Um, but some people don't have the expectation for themselves of, I deserve this, this, and this. They think I'm getting enough right now, even though it sucks in their head. It sucks. And on paper, it sucks. But you get the simple things. But for me, personally, I just think that, not in like a cocky or arrogant way, I deserve this, 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 and this. And if I don't get that, then I don't want to be with this person. Because why would I settle for anything less? Um, You know, I just don't understand why people would ever think like be unhappy in a relationship thing they're getting enough you know people are scared of oh if I if I break up I won't have anyone else blah 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 but life moves on you know there's always an opportunity and you're never going to find it if you're just sticking in the same old relationship that's not going anywhere and that you're not completely happy in do you believe those do you believe people go through bad relationships to find a good one yes like it's supposed to be bad. Not necessarily supposed to, but you're testing the waters, and if you find out it's bad, then you learn what to look for quickly, quicker in the next relationship. If that makes sense. Relationships are freaked, man. Like nowadays, relationships you're signing up, you're saying you're signing an agreement that says we're either getting married or things will be weird between us for the rest of our lives. Yeah, I guess. Like, no one is actually just friends afterwards. Yeah. It's either weird. Like, you can always act nice, but it's always weird. Or there's always, like, that connection. Well, I think people want to be more serious now. Yeah. Would you agree with that? In relationships? Like, I think, I think, you know, with the way the world is, I think people really want that side of life to enjoy. So they're being very, everyone's, I feel like everyone's being very picky, you know? Yeah. I, yeah, I could see that. I mean, but then there's the other side where people don't care about anything and hook up culture and, yeah. um, but yeah, there's two sides, two different kinds of people. All right. Well, this kind of. Well, no. Well, this is this last one. Okay. How do you think I perceive you? I think you wish I... took film more seriously. And... I think you respect a lot about me. Um, I'm doing the thing. Think, think, think. Say it. Um, think, think, think. Seriously, think.
I think you enjoy yourself around me, but we are different in many ways, but I think that kind of brings us together sometimes. And I, I like that we have our own lives. I like that we have what we like. You know, I like doing certain things. And we can kind of dive into each other's lives for as long as we want to and get out when we're ready to. And we enjoy that time that we're, that we experience. Um, how do you perceive me? Or how do you think I perceive you? I think, I think, um, and I'll tell you after, <laughs> tell me after the podcast. Oh, okay. Unless you, I mean, unless you, I mean, we can get romantic. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, I think. I think ultimately, no matter what, uh-huh. you always want what's best for me. Yeah. You know? But I think sometimes maybe you have taken efforts to show me a way of something, and I still have been very stubborn about going with it. Yeah. I can agree. Is that it? No. Um, this is how you perceive me. I think you think I'm an interesting guy. Uh-huh. I'm pretty funny. Uh-huh. I want to say you think that I have a lot of potential in a lot of aspects of life, but maybe I don't realize that. That's what I think? Yeah. Okay. I'd say that's, that probably summarizes most of it. You want me to tell you what I think on the Potter off? <laughs> what do you think? I think you go on the pod. Okay, go ahead. I mean, I want you to get upset and cry. Yeah, hope I do. I think, what I think of you is, I think you are very talented, and a part of me wishes that in another life, I was doing exactly what you're doing. And I really do think that if me and you or even you and anyone, any other the, any other person that you've worked with who you have around because you know, you realize that they are creative and you work well with them. I think if any of those people, including me, and you like had a studio and we did this for a living, we would see success. And I am very jealous of what you do. I, I mean, I find myself going to class, learning stuff that I'm just completely uninterested in. And I think about you going to class, you know, studying something that you are interested in every class, you know, most classes. So I am jealous. And um, I do think that. When when you said I that I try to show you stuff and you don't really listen because you're stubborn, I don't exactly think that. Um, and I, I like that you go, 
you still want to do your own thing. You go your own way because that makes you you, you know? If you tried to do exactly what I did, then you'd just be me, and that'd be weird. And I wouldn't like that as much, and people wouldn't like you as much. Like, you got a lot of close friends. Um, what else? I do... You can, you can be dry sometimes, but... What, what way? Texts, talking... What do you mean dry? Like boring? No, like blunt. Short? Yeah, short. Like, like I don't want to be in the situation? Mainly short when you probably shouldn't be short. When you're with me, you're never short because we bring the best out of each other. But especially with the girl situation, (laughs) you can be short sometimes. But like, what do you mean? Give me an example. Give me an example. I don't know. I just... Maybe I would handle different situations differently. Certain situations differently. Okay, tell me after the podcast. Okay. Do you have like a specific example? A, a tiny example. Okay. Tiny. I don't know. And again, I, I don't know how exactly I'd act because I'm not in your exact situation. I might exa- act the exact same way. But from what I hear, I feel like I'd act differently. But again, I don't want you to act like me because you're your own person and you have a great personality and all this all this stuff going for you. Uh-huh. But I do wish that I lived the life you did. All right, and I do wish I do really really believe if we were roommates and all we did to, all we did through our days is wake up and think and create content whether it's short films, skits, YouTube videos, screenplays, whatever, I think we would get a lot done. And I, and the thing that holds me back is, I mean, my schoolwork. You know, I'm, I'm doing all the schoolwork, and then I finally have free time, and I want to enjoy myself. And you're young. You're yeah, nice. and I do enjoy myself working on creative stuff. But, you know. It's hard to find the time, and and I, I, I do value, I get a lot of value off of motivation, so, like, if I was around you more, I'd be more implied to work on stuff like that. So, yeah, I do, I do wish, you know, a different life, you know, a different life. I mean, we're, we're young, bro. Yeah, we are. We got time. Yeah. You live it up. Let me know when you're ready. Wow. Dang. Let me get my degree first. And yeah, then I'll... Go ahead. Is that it? I think so. For now? For now. All right. Do you regret anything you've said in this interview? Now's the time to change any answers. <laughs> you're going to kill me? After That's this? exactly what Ryan said. <laughs> um, I think it's funny wording that question like that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I regret stuttering so much and saying but and um so much. You don't have like an answer that where you're like, oh, I should have said that. Nah, because you've been hitting me with too much, too, too many questions. I can't move on from my last question. Okay. I'm sure on, on my plane ride home, I'd think of something, you know, you know, when you're in the shower and you're thinking, wow, I totally could have handled that situation so yeah. much better. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's only like my. We've recorded 
podcast, but I don't know if we've ever posted. We did a similar YouTube, um, what's it called? Program with the Simpsons. The the video game? Yeah. we did. I mean, that's basically a podcast over video games. But I mean, I'm I'm learning. You know, I want to be. I want to become a better talker. I want to expand my vocabulary. Yeah. Lose my little lisps. Yep. You know. Stop saying you know. You know. You know. I say it a lot. You know. I know. I know. You know. All right. Well. How do you feel right now? I feel good. I I hope. I hope people see this. Well, they can't see it. They have to hear it. I hope people that watch this can see and hear. Okay. I do, too, because I don't know why they would click on a podcast if they can't hear, you know? You don't have subtitles? I guess. Maybe. But, yeah, that's that's all I got for you. Awesome. 50 well, questions down the gullet. Wow. Slurped up. Slurped up. 7-Eleven style. Yeah. It's been the interview of the Will Mason. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. I really wish we could do more of this. I think we will. Once, uh, eventually, we'll all get on there. Well, yeah. I got a mic. Come in. Can I... I can use that just to record something like this, right? Yeah. You just got to sit right in front of it. Yeah, it's fine. Perfect. So, yeah, maybe we can do a little Zoom college. <laughs> How about it? <laughs> All right, it's been episode 21. Wow. The Accomplish Nothing podcast. Your birthday's coming up. Your 21th. That's right. That's right. It's going to be a brand new day on that day. Brand new year. For brand new Cr- year. Brand for new life. Christopher. But yeah, I think uh, contrary to the title, I think we accomplished something. Yeah, wow. That's the goal. Always the yeah. goal. So yeah, um, I will see you maybe, not you, people, maybe next week, maybe then a week after that, who knows. It whenever Christmas, so. Whenever Nick wants to figure out his life and get back into the swing of things, that's when we'll get back into oh, recording. Shoot, have me back on. Maybe we'll be, maybe you'll hear, maybe you'll hear Will's voice again, who knows. Hope you're not thinking about my voice too much, y'all. <laughs> Yep. Thank you for watching. Have a good day. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays.